Hello and welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. This week we continue yet again with the Clash of Kings book club. This week we are doing Catelyn 7 to, let me scroll, let me scroll, let me scroll, Tyrion 13. I am Michael Thriftiner tomorrow and with me is... Richard Nick Bristow. Doing it raw. And Jennifer <laughs> Cheek. Hey, everyone. And finally, Tim Lanning. Hey, everyone. It is great to be here. Great to be here. Guys, everyone was so positive and loved our new no editing format yeah. from last week. That we decided to let to try it for one more week. Yeah, everyone says, see how "Give it goes. me more Cast of Thrones raw. Give me the hot Cast of Thrones mm-hmm. unedited, like you're watching TV at eleven o'clock at night." And you know, who are we to deny you, the fans, what you have clearly expressed that you want? We just want to be organic. Happy. We just want to make you happy. We just want to make you happy. Be organic. Yeah, we're not editing out any curse words like we used to. I can say "butt" as much as I want now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Future episode that we already recorded. It's just Nick saying "butts" for two hours. <laughs> like, but, then Theon, and then we just made a remix of it. It's really good. It yeah, has great. a good beat. It just drops yeah. like a butt. But, yes. Um. <laughs> I just want to take this joke and go a little bit further with it. Um, guys, I've missed you all so much. It's been like two weeks. Oh, my gosh. It's been two weeks of real human time. <laughs> what is the calendar date right now? Man. Guys. Does anybody oh know? We are. It's um, it March. February it's March right now. March. <laughs> I bet there's a new pope by now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there has to be a new pope, right? What do you guys think about the new pope? Oh my god, guys! I was, you know, I, you know, you know, how I thought about that last pope, but this pope, man, I didn't think that you could be president of the United States and pope. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he walks around with a cutlass. Yeah, I, didn't I like how they went with a the young pope. I mean, like, I was like, I was a little skeptical about having a teenage pope, but it's really working. I'm really enjoying the Disney Channel show about I it. Love yeah. that's my favorite. All the the you know Justin Bieber fans are really into the new because it's Justin, Cause it's Bieber. Justin Bieber. Pope Who's also Justin president Bieber. now? Guys, I you know it's a joke, but I want to pitch teenage pope to the Disney Channel like immediately. We need to do it fast. I I actually had this really good idea. I don't want to freak you guys out, but um. But like doing a, a like all electronic online pope, and um, popepal.com dot com was, <laughs> was available, <laughs> and um, I didn't register it. Oh, so. popepal! Now it's lost. Have fun. Wait, so what was the idea? It just you're it's popepal. And like it's like PayPal, but also a Pope. You but buy, like, where you wait, so you can so you can where you can just go in, you pay like ninety nine cents, and you do a confession, and then oh my god, that, isn't that called like um what the hell is that called? Church. Where you're paying off your sins, indulgence, indulgences, yeah, indulgences, the Catholic Church. What if we no, made that's called? What if we yeah. if we made a system to donate directly to the Pope? And, you know, there's a service charge on top. Like, we can make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. We can. Oh, when we do our Pope Kickstarter, we're going to definitely... I, I just want to do a show called Teen Pope, where Zach and Cody... Um, are cause both they're tw- the Pope? 
they're both the Pope, but the everybody are they twins? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, hey, so we're a Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> And I know podcast. a lot of people hate when we don't talk about Game of Thrones, and well, I apologize. Especially when they like to count how many minutes we go yeah. before oh talking about Game so of Thrones. So what we wanted to do is get rid of that Pope stuff, because it's all over the Game of Thrones message boards. But now it's gone. We mentioned it. Hey, whatever, we got it out of the deal. way, and now it's time for Game of Thrones. Oh boy, now it's C- Catelyn time. Now it's Clash of Kings book club time. Well, because Catelyn's so religious, we just wanted to get in the riot uh, mindset. Does she? Yeah, she, I feel like she's like one of the only people that like praises the gods and thinks they're going to do something. Constantly. Yeah. Like, we should also else... probably talk about our the format a little bit. Maybe. Just a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you think? So we have been going back through a Clash of Kings. All of us have read Clash of Kings before, but we're reading mm-hmm. it again. And we're doing a book club where we talk about several chapters each week. So right. this week... And we don't do any spoilers nope. until the very end. So yes. we'll just, we just go no spoilers the whole thing. Um, we talk about just where we're up to in the book, basically, and the rest of this book, because you've all seen season two. Yeah. And, um, and then we do a musical interlude. Mm-hmm. And then it's no holds barred. Every spoiler ever. Cage yeah. fight, extra raw. It's, yeah, it's Cast of Thrones time. double X raw. Oh, man. Raw dog spoilers. I just straight up read the leaked Winds of Winter chapter oh, for like two hours. We have captured George R. R. Martin and we're making him tell yeah. us. Secrets. Like what happened to mm-hmm. Roz? He's like who? I'm like who? yeah, you know who we're talking Roz. about. Roz, <laughs> yeah, come on. Roz is retconned in Winds of Winter. It's actually oh, Winds of Winter is actually just retconning uh, Roz into all the old uh, oh, books. Just the Roz storyline. That's an early spoiler. <laughs> so Catelyn, she is just having the most dourest of times. Everyone else is getting their crunk on, dancing, being mm. happy that the battles have been won on the tridents. But she's yeah. like, I just want to eat at this big-ass table with Brienne. Sad. Well, she are doesn't we even want sure Brienne there. that she isn't related to John? because, come on. <laughs> there are the two She is a sacks. grumpy Gus. God, well, the thing like is, John. she just found out that Bran and Rickon are dead. Yeah, Nobody else sad. knows this. I can't even make fun of her for being sad, because like, Wait, that does- makes sense. Does Rob even know at this point? I don't think so. I don't think so. He's at the crack. No, he's definitely the, not. No. She's the only, only not even uh, Brienne yet, because she tells her, but yeah, just Catelyn right now. Yeah. So she's just sitting there, the like, holding all her sad inside of herself. And everyone outside is, like, being drunk and like, yay, we won some minor battles that don't matter. Awesome. Hey, uh, they're not that minor. They beat Tywin off several times. That's true. And they beat yeah. him out and, you know. Look, the crack doesn't matter that much. You can't whatever, hold it against crack. them. You can't. What? They don't know. They don't Rob, know what happened to Brandon Rickon. Also, the crag. well, they're, yeah, but th- that is the Westerling Union, and this is also them being happy about the river battles. True. I, so but there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah, positive. I don't know. Oh yeah, because that, that whole like um, them defending. Um, who are they defending against? Not Stannis, but um, Tywin. Tywin. Yeah. Tywin. Yeah. Uh, that that was never really in the show, about how Tywin kept like prodding them, trying to get across, and they kept stopping him and all that. So they don't really do anything with Rob's war in the show. Mm-hmm. They just show him walking through some woods and talking. And yeah, well, they do stuff with Rob's stuff, well, but they don't really do anything on River Run. Yeah, that's true. They do show that one battle well, early on. They don't even show like Edmure's not even Remember the guy farts? Yeah. There's that yeah, fart battle. Yeah, fart. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's supposed to take the place out of every 
raw battle in this book. So. Yeah. Like, Edmure doesn't exist in season two. Like exactly. he's been cast for season three, though, right? Yes. Okay, so we Thank have a forever run time. God, there was a lot of characters that were missing in season one and two yeah. that are in season three, which is really great. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad they're going back and dealing with those people. Retconning. What if season three is just like, hey, there's all this shit we didn't show you in one and two, Whoops. so we're just gonna. So season three is just gonna be us. Showing shit that happened in the past. So basically, like, you're that, saying it's going to last like 12 seasons back. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay with that. I'd watch that. Yeah. So basically, um, Catelyn wants to try her get the person drunk trick again because it worked really well on uh, whoever that Frey was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's afraid. He's not very smart, you know. Sir so. Cleos yeah. Frey. Was it so she Cleos? sends Jamie some wine because she's going to go have a little chitty chat with him. Mm hmm. Um,. And uh, so she goes down uh, into the deep, dark dungeons to talk to uh, talk to Jamie. And guess what? He has not had a sip of wine yet. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is some ploy to kill me, even though they could have killed me at any point. Right. And you just stabbed me. Jamie's, like, super dirty because he's, bit, well, he tried, they put him in a nice room. He tried to escape. And so then they put him in the deep, dark dungeons. And he has, like, a poop bucket. Um, and he's just hanging out with the poop bucket in his little cell, and he has a real scraggly beard and long hair, and he so just greasy. looks sad. It's kind of not his fault that he tried to escape, like, the opportunity. <laughs> but then again, there's that... Have you guys seen uh, Arrested Development? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When when they lock up Job, and, like, they, they want him to escape so they, he can lead him to whatever, and, like, he keeps, like, you forgot the key. That's what I imagine Jamie yeah. should have done. Like, you guys, I'm supposed to be locked up here. Sleamy B. Yeah, this is wrong. I have honor. JK, I'm Jamie Lannister. Well, yeah. I don't, okay, so when I read this... Oh, never mind. I can't. Jamie we'll makes... Later. Jamie makes some, like good points and this whole this whole scene is jamie and catlin like working through their shit jamie admits to pushing uh you know bran out the window and uh then caitlin is like oh so and then you sent the dagger to kill him and he's like no like he was gonna die anyway why would i care and then and i would go kill him myself because i am jamie lannister yeah admits to being the real father of Joffrey and Michelle and Thomas. So he's just, like, really getting down in truth zone. Yeah, he's like, it doesn't matter. I'm, you know, I, I he's like, I want to know what's going on out there, and all this shit is out in the air anyway. Yeah. Uh, also, she, you know, she doesn't believe him. She's like, why? You, you sent the dagger. I know you did. And he's like, I just admitted to throwing your kid out of a window. <laughs> exactly. Why wouldn't I admit to that? Like, what do I gain by saying, exactly. oh, yeah, I didn't do this, but I tried to murder your son that once. Yeah. yeah. And then also he's like, hey, uh, where does this dagger come from, did you say? And, oh, it was, you know, Tyrion lost it because he was betting, you know, or what? How did he? He, he bet. He, he said he bet against Jamie, right? Well, that's right. what Caitlin believes is true. And Jamie's like, Tyrion would never do that. Right. Tyrion never right. bets against me. And she's Tyrion, like, my homeboy. Yeah, and this is Jamie and uh, Tyrion saying the exact same thing, yet they haven't seen each other since Winterfell. Mm-hmm. That so long ago. So Catelyn's right. like, oh, because because the truth probably. Because uh, yeah, I was mixed up because Tyrion would have won the dagger. Yeah. Because he bet against Jamie. Got it. Okay, the brain's working Jamie, again. Everything's so going did. great, but yeah, I know Jamie got unhorsed by the Knight of Flowers, and he's upset about it. But yeah. 
exactly. Who? But did they say who won the dagger at this point? I can't remember. No. Yeah, they said, well, Tyrion would have won the dagger. But they don't say in does, the, they don't in know the who, reality. He was say, saying that someone was showing it off yeah, to, like, King Robert. It, it was given to King Robert by... Oh, yeah. Littlefinger. And uh, Littlefinger... Excuse me, then King Robert was like, ah, I'm drunk. I got this dagger because you lost, you, bu- you dummy. Yeah. So we know the last person who had it was King Robert. According yeah. to Jamie, who doesn't lie. Yeah, well, apparently. yeah. Not about these things, anyway. There's no point for him to lie about them. And Catelyn's like, what kind of man would do these things? You're that type of man that would kill a child. And he's like, there are no men like me. Only me. Which I totally forgot was in the book. And I'm like, damn, that's such damn, a good so line. Good. Honestly... Okay, you know, the, the Lannisters at this point aren't making a good case for themselves as, like, a people. But when, like, come face to face, and they're like, hey, you did something awful. And he's like, did you do something awful? They're like, yeah, I did. They're they're honest people. They're, they, they, they own up to it. And that's kind of, you know, you got to respect that, right? Exactly. We also get um we we get some insight on when he was, you know, the youngest Kingsguard and mm-hmm. he was working for Ares. And Ares was terrible horrendous. Right. Mm-hmm. And this might be the first time that we get a little more insight in how some of the the uh, deaths and war started. I'm not well, sure. Well, even Catelyn doesn't seem to know. Like cuz Jamie's basically like, "Hey, do you want to know like what actually happened?" Because um those like, the sons came to King's Landing. Now I'm forgetting exactly what went down. But basically, Ares killed all their fathers. Like, the fathers came to collect the sons who were, like, rising up against them, and they just killed all of them. And Brandon Stark came to save his dad, Rickard. Mm-hmm. And he hoisted... Ri- oh, Rickard was like, no, I want a trial by battle. And so Ares was like, oh, cool, you can do a trial by battle, but you have to battle fire, because that is our... <laughs> oh, Yeah. That was fucked up. Yeah, it's really bad. Wasn't his son, like, who was, the, somebody was around, like, he was like, you can cut him down, but he was, like, chained up or something. Yeah, because the one guy had the stuff around his neck, the other guy was mm-hmm. inside of, like, a cage on top. Right, and if he could just reach sword. his sword, then he could free everybody, but basically to reach the sword, he had to strangle yeah. himself. Right. Yeah. I don't, you know what, I don't think fire is, you know, a real... What do, they, what do they call it? A uh, champion? Champion. Of- well, then he should be like, my champion's fucking water. <laughs> well, he, uh, Ares had pyromancers, so yeah. essentially they're dancing the fire all around him and killing Yeah, but like, Stark. I'm pretty sure in the rulebook it's not like, okay, you have to choose a champion, and then one champion gets to be locked up. Okay. Prior. Okay, guys. Sorry. Let me go back. Cause I was really not clear about what happened earlier. So basically, what happened there? They found out that Lyanna Stark was taken by Rhaegar. So these five like northern dudes came up, be like, Rhaegar, let Lyanna go. And that's when Ares took them. Yeah, and Rhaegar wasn't even right. there. And Rhaegar wasn't even there. And Ares was like, hey, fathers, come get your stupid sons. And then he's like, oh, now you're all here. I'm gonna kill all of you. Yeah. Sweet. So that's mm-hmm. why, that's why both Rickard and. Brandon were there. Including John Aaron's right. heir. And, y- yeah. His nephew. And Bran was uh, engaged to Catelyn? Sorry. Yes. Yeah, he was like on his way to go marry Catelyn when he when this happened, and so he ran straight to King's Landing, yeah. and then he died. Everything happens real fast around this time. It's yeah. pretty confusing, and once you kind of figure it all out, it 
it's a little more complicated. And it, it doesn't of, seem like Catelyn even knows all of yeah. this. And and we get you know, like in the show, Jamie even tells like a little bit more that like we find out later. Like he does the whole like talks about Aries, like burn it down, like burn right. all. And, it. and right now he's getting drunk enough that he he's like, oh, it's weird. I'm so reviled for the greatest thing I've ever done. Yeah, the line. Well, Jamie notes the irony that he's loved by one for a kindness he never did, and reviled by so many for his finest act. Right. Because he killed right. Ares, who was obviously crazy and like needed to be dealt with. But everyone's like, yeah. he was actually at that point going to like burn down King's Landing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, what I is the what is the one the kindness he never did? What, what is um, that? That is a spoiler. We can talk about okay. it later. Uh, so like basically, uh, Jamie is akin to like Jesus. Yeah. Or I it's feel like gorgeous. actually, yeah. actually, I I think I have said this on a cast before, but I feel like Jamie is like a Judas. Like everybody gets mad at him, but it's like, but he had to do that thing. Like everyone's mad at Judas for betraying Jesus, but he had to. Guys, that's I want to go plan. to heaven. Got to kill Jesus. Got to kill Jesus, and so Jamie had to kill Ares, and then everyone's mad at him for killing Ares. So Ares is Jesus. Yes. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of Judas, Jesus. speaking of Judas, shall we move on to Theon Five? Yes, mm. let's do we that. should. Because he really kind of judas up some shit. So this is when Theon has the dream about... he. This dream... He has this dream about seeing a bunch of dead people. And uh, who does he see? He sees, like, Rob dead. Oh. Yeah, this is... Actually, we t- accidentally talked about this in it's the spoiler last time. spoiler time. Whoops. Well, it's not... It's okay. We can talk about it again real quick. Yeah, basically, there Theon has a dream of all these dead people that he has never even seen before, but he knows who they are. Like, he sees... Rickard Stark, he sees Brandon Stark, Lyanna, all these dead people, Eddard, and he sees at the end of the dream, um, Rob walk in with Grey mm-hmm. and with all lots of stabs. And he's like, what's going on? Look at all them stabs. Yeah. And he wakes up, like, mm-hmm. freaking out. Yeah. Also, Wex and Reek are trying to wake him up, because they're like, hey, your sister's here. <laughs> no, I thought he like wakes up and then like who his like servant guy like runs out of the room because he's frightens him. That could be well, it too. Was that this scene? Or was that a? Di- I think it may be the ne- like another one like later. Theon wakes up screaming a lot. That's kind of yeah. He, like there's a scene where Theon wakes up screaming. His uh, who's it? Who's Wex. his Wex. Wex like runs out of the room naked. And then he's, Fuck! and then Reek comes in and he's like, oh, "What's wrong?" He's like, "Nothing, nothing's wrong." Send in a like a girl. And that's then... the next time that happens later. That, that's after Asha. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, is there another Theon chapter? No, this happens. Later. It's the same. It's the end of this chapter. Oh, uh, okay. Well, there you go. That's what happens anyway, at the end of the chapter. Anyway, yeah. So Asha's there, and everything is really tense in Winterfell. Like we already talked about this a little bit last time, but everyone really hates Theon, obviously. So everyone at Winterfell hates him, obs. But now all the Ironborn hate Win- hate Theon because they don't want to yeah. be there anymore. Like this place sucks. There's no water. There's no boats. I'm done with it. Yeah, how am I supposed to go fishing on this? And they're mad it's because nothing. like Theon won't let them, you know, do Ironborn things like rape people. <laughs> <laughs> like, punish that guy for raping. Like, basically, Theon, he needs to choose one way or the other. He needs to either be a Westeros person or he needs to be an Ironborn. And mm-hmm. he's not doing either one of them, and everyone hates him. And he's yeah. really terrible at being a leader. Right. Like, I don't know. They, when I was reading this this at the first time, all I could, like, manage was hating Theon. Going back and reading it again, I'm just like, man, this is written really well. Like, yeah. You feel sad for him. I feel so bad for him, because he's, like, there's... 
he can't please anyone. Yeah. Like, there's no way to do it. So, Asha's there, and then, can we talk about this scene real quick, where, so Asha arrives, and he's like, okay, I gotta get, she can wait, I need to get ready for her, and he, like, does this whole scene where he, like, dresses, like, twice. He dresses the first time with, like, fancy-ass clothes, and, like, a nice, you know, like, rings and jewels and shit, and then he's like, oh. She's gonna make fun of me for this. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just gonna put on... I need to put on plain stuff so that she respects me. Yeah, and then he's, like, all mad because he changed clothes. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, she makes me so, like, nervous. Like, this is stupid. Ah, uh, skinny jeans. She won't like that. Oh, I hate it. Have, have we said that, like, you know, he has Brandon Rickon's head tarred oh, and yeah. put up on the walls and stuff? I don't think we stuff? have said that. Because that's kind of important. Yeah, he has Brandon Rickon's head tarred. Uh-huh. And that's another reason why everyone at Winterfell hates him. Yeah. Because he killed yeah. the young lords. Yeah. And they're children. Guys, they're still and they're, children. They're babies. One's and like, this is when um like people start showing up dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. People are falling mysteriously falling downstairs and like well, on their watch. Yeah. And he thought yeah, it was drowning the, well. the kennel master, the guy that had his daughter raped. But then- it is the kennel master because he goes to kill him and then it, everything stops. Exactly. Right. So like it's obviously all. him. Oh, for sure. Or is it? But, oh, did you, did you want to talk about that scene real quick? The kennel master death scene? Oh, yeah. That's kind of like the scene that is, is oh, uh, yeah. Roderick Castle's death yeah. in the show. Where he, like, tries to cut through and his head and he has to hack, like... Well, first he hacks into his shoulders. Yeah. And then he hacks, like, three or four more times. But the thing know, is... Like, to be fair, like, back a few chapters, someone was talking about... I think maybe it was in Catelyn's brain, where she's talking about um, ice, Ed's, you know, Ned's sword, and how sharp it was, and, because it was Valyrian steel. And that was why he hmm. was able to just do one through, like, yep. and hack through. It's almost kind of like, well, maybe Theon is, like, setting himself up to fail, because, like, maybe that's not really possible with the sword he has. Well, okay, well, first of all, ice is, like, it's a great sword, so it's huge. Yeah. And, this, and second of all, um, if you, even if he hit uh, this guy's shoulders or you know the, his shoulders with ice, it probably would have gone through. He just misses. Yeah. Like he misses the fleshy, nice neck portion and like goes for the shoulders and has to hack away. Yeah. And then he has to live with like he he starts remembering like man, I used to like sit around talking with this guy about hunting and stuff. And I just had to hack his head off, like, really badly. He's, like, caught between two worlds because, on the one hand, like, he grew up with these people and he does, like, he he does feel bad. He doesn't want to feel guilty for doing this, but he obviously does feel guilty. But he also wants his father to approve of him to be an ironborn. He can't do either one. I mean, he he seems to enjoy making sex to the Miller's wife. And now that she's dead, that's a little bit of regret. And then killing children, a little more regret. So he's essentially just going past, like... Stages and stages of like this is so bad and wrong. Also, what a hypocrite! He can't do that to the Miller's wife and then like be like, "No, raping's bad." Yeah, it's like oh no, I think he, I think she willingly had sex. Oh with yeah, him. yeah. The second time? Oh no, no, that was that was in a dream that happened the second time. Oh, that was <laughs> that was. A yeah, teeth, she did not have teeth. teeth Wait, the vagina part. so he's a. I still hypocrite. Can't do it in his dreams either. Also, he's a bit hypocrite because, like, killing is also really bad. So it's, it's like not, not good. Yeah. 
Yes, killing's wrong. What can I say? Anyway, Theon's real bad at leading. He's like yeah. so bad. At yeah. And Asha did and not so, come save him no. quite like he expected. Asha's like, right. I brought you ten dudes. That's it. <laughs> no, he's like, oh, you brought me twenty dudes, and she's like, no, no ten are for me. <laughs> Asha's such a dick in this chapter, and I kind of love it because she's like, obviously, like so much better at doing what Theon wants to be good at doing. Yeah. He can't. Like I like she's just like at the head seat and like everybody's like hanging on her every word and they're like, Oh, we love you, Asha. She's just like drinking <laughs> beers, eating, you know, breakfast, yeah, like capons. Oh my God. Like, yeah, making all the Ironborn love her. And she's even able to kind of lean in and be like, dude, I can't believe you killed those kids. That was so stupid. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, you know what? You had, like, you know, what you did was so awesome. And what would have sealed the deal is you come here, you take it, get them, take them back to the Iron Islands, and you would have been a hero. But now you're yeah. fucked. Just burn down Winterfell and head over to yeah. Iron Island. Like, he was so close. He just fucked it up by, like, his pride of, like, I want to hold Winterfell. Yeah. When he could have won the war with a single stroke, like she said. But he's not good at leading, so that's why he didn't do it. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. So after Asha leaves, uh, I believe this is when uh, Theon gets upset and has uh, naughty, angry sex with Tara. I wouldn't say naughty is the word for that because oh. uh, it seems like she was super not into it. Right. So. Oh, so yeah. Ooh, boy. Uh, yeah. yeah, so they basically, he does that, and the next day, Reek tells him, or even that day, whatever, uh, Reek says, hey, I know some people around here. I'm from around here. Give me some money. I'll get you some soldiers to help you guard Winterfell. Mm-hmm. And Theon's like, I have no idea what's happening. I think <laughs> that maybe... I'm doing everything wrong. Who's to say? Oh, he is. Yeah, he's. Uh, th- this seems so weird now, but he's like, yeah, he might never come back. Um, but I'm just going to give Reek a bunch of money to go buy soldiers. Yeah. Because why not? Like, There's nothing better to do. Because I mean, Reek is obviously his most trusted person. He doesn't smell anymore. Well, yeah. He's just grasping at straws at this point. Well, he has. Yeah, because he's probably going to like be overtaking anyway, because now all the Northmen are like gathering up, and Roderick Cassell's done. Um, you know, helping over in Torrance Square, so he's coming for Winterfell, yeah. and he's and, and Theon is fucked if he doesn't get some help, so he might as well chance it. But fortunately, it it strongly hints that he did not kill Bran and. Rick oh yeah, yet. at the end. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. also, like, where is Re- Like, he's Asha already told him he's surrounded by enemies for like thousands of miles. Yeah. Like, where is Reek gonna go find these magic soldiers? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, hard to say. I mean, honestly, though, because like we've talked about this, like how the the peasants like don't necessarily. I mean, like yes, they have like their lords they're supposed to be loyal to, but like maybe they don't care, and maybe they rebel because they're like, oh, we know this guy Reek, we like him, so we're just gonna go follow him. Yeah. The thing is, you know, like back in the like these times, like the the present folk don't care about anything; they just don't want to be killed. Exactly. Like where where am I not gonna be killed? That's where I'm going. So. Guys, I've got a hankering for a sad Sansa. Oh, uh, um, what about the restraining order? Oh no. Um, you want to 
here's a fun fact about this chapter. So on Tower of the Hand, they rank the chapters by like favorites. Like yeah, you can. This vote chapter is you know the third favorite out of forty chapters. This chapter is the least favorite of all the chapters in the book. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about well, it. It's really boring. Like nothing happens. But- I thought you were gonna be like, and they call it a sad Sansa as well. Uh, yeah, the, only, the, the only thing that my favorite part about this chapter, the only thing that I enjoyed. Was I one? I like the chapters where we see two point of view characters interacting together. Yeah, and you get to kind of see how they play off each other. Mm-hmm. And two, we get to see how nice Tyrion is and yeah. how much he's trying to be uh, like kind to Sansa. Yeah, because they yeah they have an interact. So Sansa goes out. She's like kind of observing everyone preparing for battle. Um, mm-hmm. And she goes and sees Joffrey, and Joffrey's like, "Kiss my sword, witch." <laughs> yeah, she has to. And uh, he's like, I'm going to bring it back, and you're going to kiss it again, and you're going to taste my uncle's blood. She's like, oh, so you're going to kill him? And oh, like, yeah, I forgot gonna... about that part, actually. Where, yeah, because she's like, oh, yeah, my brother Rob would. He'd be out in the middle of the battle. <laughs> my brother Rob's so strong, he could he could beat a million men. And Joffrey's all like, uh, I'm all okay. I'm going to leave. Cause I'm, not I'm going to be a million what? Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I feel like I would be a little nervous kissing Joffrey's sword because I, I feel like he'd like pull it away and like slice your lips. Yeah, he would give you like Joker smile for sure. I agree. Uh, uh, that that like makes me cringe a little bit. Like thinking about like like your mouth getting sliced open. Oh, for sure. Like that. Black Dahlia. Like, Right. Let's really, let's really, let's really guys, explore let's this area. Yeah. Because the thing is, like when you're kissing a sword, you're you know kind of like smushes over the edges of the blade. Well, yeah, it's so it's like time. just like paper cut territory, but well, like with the sword, uh, and it just kinda... so guys, all the noble ladies are uh, hanging out together because all their men are off fighting, so they're in <laughs> Magor's holdfast, just. Being Yucking s- it up. Yeah. Singing uh, hymns. And- just them and Ilan Payne. Yeah. Ilan Payne. We assume that Cersei's wearing a little battle... battle oh, uh, the battle corset. <laughs> battle corset? Is yeah. that what we're calling it? A corset? Of the battle, battle corset. Boosier, maybe. Um, thr- battle boobies, basically. <laughs> Thirsty, did you, did you listen to the audiobook? Uh yeah, did, when like they sang the when he sings the hymn. Oh, oh he does sing it. And, and he sings. It's. What is, Sorry. He sings it to like some Christmas song. No, yeah, it's really? totally, it's totally like a real like Christian hymn. That's like the words are kind of changed. That like that's the tune he sings well, it the, to. It's always like gentle mother, font of mercy, something. I can't. I I know gentle like gentle mother, font of mercy. Na, 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 na. Yeah, that's it. Oh, oh really? That's that's the the song or the the tune he does. That's awful. Yeah. Wait, are you I, whenever, lying when right I now? saw when I was reading this part, I'm like, what? What is going through George R. R. Martin's head as he's writing this? He's like, rr, 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 rr. I want to yeah, do more like, songs in yeah. Game of Thrones. Turn this into Hobbit. Yeah. Do you think he, he just like takes popular songs or hymns and like writes his own words to it? And like, you know, because it's a book and he's not writing the actual notes, it doesn't no, matter. Maybe. Oh uh, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, he could be taking like medieval songs, like he could take like green sleeves, <laughs> or he could be taking like uh, Justin Bieber's "Baby" and writing new lyrics for it. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's what. The- mother, born to mercy. Yeah, do that. I want that. So, guys, uh, that we just read that chapter. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anything else interesting? Like Tyrion's nice to Sansa. That happens. Yeah. Sir Illyn's there to kill them. If <laughs> all right, things get let's get to the real meat. This the chapter, Davos. Man, when I sat down to like do the like summary of this chapter, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna take a while, and this is gonna take a long time. And I had to, like, okay. I had to like look up maps so I could like totally understand what was happening. So I would suggest if it's confusing to me, that, well, like, <laughs> if you're listening to this, pull out your maps now. I know you've got them well, <laughs> included you in your download. You can look up like King's Landing map on you know Google as they come up. I mean, basically, King's Landing is on the east coast, and there's the bay, and there's a river that goes yes. like underneath it. That's the important part. And they're trying to get into the river. The boats are trying to get into the river because they're trying to get to the mud gate, which is like right yeah. the south part of the city. Um, Got. Go ahead. Um, I, you know, I know we usually save spoilers for the end, but um, I, I like a little theory that I found. You know how uh, George R. R. Martin wrote the Blackwater episode for the show? Mm-hmm. Not confirmed, but I'm pretty sure he wrote this chapter as well. <laughs> Wow. That's a crazy crackpot spoiler. I was going to submit it to Reddit uh, spoilers, but (laughs) I just want to know what you guys thought. Tim just committed seppuku. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, folks. No editing. No. In our defense, it is 3 a.m. It's not. Um, I okay. So anyway, I got, 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. in the ocean. I want to talk about the battle support because I because I was really excited about it. So basically, this this battle is from Davos's viewpoint. Davos is a smuggler man, so like he knows what's up on boats and in the ocean and in the water. Uh, Davos, they're, they're basically the way this is set up. They have 200 boats, like at least. So they're in um, lines of 20, and there's 10 lines of 20 boats. Yeah. And the first mm-hmm. two lines are meant to like break through and like crush Joffrey's fleet. Completely. <laughs> His puny it's fleet. It's really weak. All six boats are like Davos, four or five. And Davos is on, in the second row, like on the right side, on the starboard side, with him and his sons, mm-hmm. which is apparently yeah. a place of honor. Because, I mean, that's like the big battle. That's like yeah. the first people that are going through. And we need to crush those fleets and all those men on there that look conspicuously like sacks that aren't <laughs> moving. Yeah, with, 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 with on, giant on the right smiles. Side is where King's Landing is, so that's yes. a little more dangerous yeah. too. Yeah, they're actually it, like facing. The you'll city. be in Scorpion territory, exactly. In horror territory. Yeah. Um, and they and that does happen. So they go. Well, first, okay, let's back up again. The fleet is being led by Sir Emery Florent, who's like the king, the queen's uh, brother or cousin or something. So, definitely someone family. on the queen's side. And this dude is a great A dumbass because. Yeah. <laughs> Davos is like thinking the whole time, like, what is this? What is he doing? So he doesn't send any scouts out, like, in the front to like check out what's going on. Like, no, fuck that. On the Blackwater Rush, like, so they just like head straight up into the river. Yeah. And Dav- they're going through, and Davos is like, huh? There are two winch towers here, and I see a chain. There's a little sparkle. Pu- but they haven't pulled it up. Why yeah. have they not done that? What's going on? Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is one of the gut. Go- I guess one of the people that Stannis got from Renly. So he's kind of like, alright, I'll take your, like, 10,000 dudes, but mm-hmm. I'll probably lose 5,000 of them because you're a really bad commander. But it's probably worth it in the end. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Davos doesn't have you know, experience leading large fleets, but he knows naval warfare. Yeah. And... Is is Davos on the same boat as him, or is this like when they're talking about like him like making suggestions to him? Was, yeah. 
Davos is on his own boat. Yeah. yeah. The other guy's capturing some other... Yeah. They boat. had a council on that guy's boat. Yeah, and for... they're basically like, oh, haha, you're a dumb old smuggler, you don't know anything. And they didn't You don't know nothing about... Get out of here, Onion Knight. <laughs> Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna stand in a straight line and then go in... Um, and they, they talk about how, like, you know, tactically, like, they can have all these ships and it doesn't even matter because the, the river's so narrow yeah. that they can't get that many in a line anyway. It's a, bottle, it's a bottleneck, so, I mean, that's how like, you fight. If there's a lot of people. It's, it's a 300 thing. Yes. You gotta get through a little narrow pass, so that's yeah. what they're doing. Um, also, it's interesting, like, just getting, like, Davos' viewpoint on what's happening. Like, they're trying to, like, be all up in a line, but, like, some of these ships are really struggling. And, like, not being in line. There's the one, the swordfish one. That guy is, like, the, your fat friend that can't keep up. Yeah, he's, like, real bad. Like, he's got a giant, well, the boat has a giant battering ram on it that's, like, throwing it off, off balance. And so it's kind of, like, mm-hmm. rolling and, like, not able to keep in line. And he's, like, these people don't know what they're doing at And all. I did love, like, throughout, like... Later, even in this chapter, was like fire here, death here. It's like, and then there's pokey swordfish. He's <laughs> <laughs> in the back, and he's supposed to be in the front. Yeah. So they, they get in the bay, and it's kind of one of those things where there's not as many ships as there should be, but there are the ships, you know. So it's not quite like what? Where is everybody? Yeah. It's, it's not like a, like an extremely obvious trap, but Davos is thinking. Where are their big ones? Where yeah. are their like? Yeah, they're like well very known? best ships. Well, just because missing, just like Pearl Harbor. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh Davos is the only reason Davos notices anything is wrong is because he knows like what ships they have, and yeah. and he notices that their main ships are missing. Yeah, but you know what? Like, Everyone else should know that too if they like have any sort of intel. Like this is this is what you do before you well, go into he, battle. Florence obviously an idiot, so you know. Obviously, they should have had me leave this. I know a lot about. Tactical. Well, you've read this chapter and you, so, you googled all of the maps, I, all these. I'm things. very well versed in sea battles. Ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> but mm. Basically, yeah. The, that was just like kind of like wor- worrying this entire time. Like something's off. Something is not right. Um, but they get into the Blackwater Rush into the river, like right in front of King's Landing. They start to like actually fight. Um, mm-hmm. They like come against some of Joffrey's ships yeah, and like, like shooting arrows at yeah, each other. Yeah, and... the um, um, trebuchets. Is that what they do? They call them trebuchets? Not on the. Uh, I think they're calling them scorpions. The scorpions. Well, the scorpions start to like send over like rocks and. Scorpions are like giant arrow launcher things, like ballista. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Are giant catapults? Catapults are your when small, said, stereotypical. Catapults. Okay, when it was saying scorpions, I was thinking trebuchets the no. entire time. In my no, head. the whores are trebuchets. Oh, that's what I'm. Okay, that's what I'm. See, thinking. guys, on three weeks ago on the, our Drunks and Dragons podcast, when you're all like, "How do pirate ships work without cannons?" You guys could like back me up on this. We could. Well, I wasn't thinking. Oh, I didn't mm. care about the cannons. I was not on the I, side of the argument. Guys, they remember three weeks ago? I don't remember this that's, at all. That's a million years in my in my world. Uh, I had a I had a friend um, who's uh, who built with his dad a full size trebuchet. Did he did he throw a pumpkin with it? Because I'm very interested in pumpkin. Shots. Um, they well, when I went to visit him in Maine. Like, it was, like, 30 feet tall. Like, it was fucking huge. And, like, and it had, like, tires that they filled up with, like, rocks and crap. And then, you know, you'd pull it down. And then they'd launch, like, milk. They'd, like, get, like, old milk jugs and, like, fill them up and, like, launch them into the woods. It was really fun. I, like, never... I, like, never knew that I wanted to launch a trebuchet. But now I realize that I've always wanted to launch a trebuchet. 
in my heart. <laughs> well, just like Joffrey, you know, you probably wanted to put bad people. In I it. would love to throw a bad person in a trebuchet. No, that sounds sad. I think you, it, it requires a lot of weight because it's like basically the trebuchet is like, like think like a like a you know a seesaw, but like one side is. Like, it's tilted all the way to one side, so one side is really short. So you got to put a lot of weight in it, yeah. and it, like, flings it really fast. It's, it's, it's really cool, actually, if you've never, if you've never built a full-size trebuchet in your backyard, you I'd recommend you doing do it. it. It's Look it up on the internet. All you need is, like, some trees and then, like, you know, some, some elbow grease, and you're good to go. Yeah, chainsaws and stuff, maybe? No, nah, just, like, fucking... Smack it with your hands until it comes apart. <laughs> That's how you do it. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. So they're in in the Blackwater Rush. Fighting is starting to happen. Like they're kind of doing like boarding each other's ships thing. Like yeah, pirate shit and yeah, real pirate ass pirate shit. There is fire now. There's a little bit of normal fire, and now we're mm-hmm. actually getting a little bit of wildfire. It's okay, Tim. They're going to run out. Nobody's made wildfire in years. Oh, Sir Florent, you have all the best ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and so good. the swordfish is like, finally gets somebody lined up with its big old swordfish ram. We're going to do it. That ship that's not moving, it's going down. And that's when Davos notices, hey, that ship is leaking lots of green stuff. <laughs> oh, and the swordfish never put down its sail. Oh, and its sail is on fire. Is it dumb? So what bad. could go wrong? And I was just like seeing this happening in like slow motion. I can imagine. It, 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 yes, it is in slow motion. Yeah, he's like one. My tongue hurts. Two. It was. I think we're gonna all die. Oh yeah, because he does bite his tongue. Because they his ship rams into another one. If you look, if you have a new version of Clash of Kings, the book, it's on the side. It says, "Read this chapter in slow motion." <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as the swordfish. Hits the uh, whatever the cog, boat. the big old cog guy, hussplogan oh, everywhere, man. and everyone just gets thrown up. Essentially, Davos is like, uh, he's like, oh, what's about to happen? The next moment, he's underwater. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he like manages to get a hold of like the driftwood and like kind of yeah. to see what's happening. And he's like, oh, there's fifty feet of flame in the air. Yeah, right now. green flames. He's like, he's like, he's just holding on to some driftwood in the water. And um, Rose is there too, and he's like, "Get on top!" And then it like starts to think, sink, and she's like, "No, sorry, Rose, you're gonna have to get off." And he kicks and, her. Yeah, he kicks her off, and he just has to hold on and drift out to sea. He kicks her off, and he takes the necklace too. He's like, "Bye, bitch." Yeah, he, he does because this is how it really happened. Exactly. Yay, editing. We can't edit your weird Titanic jokes out. No, they're there for posterity. <laughs> really sad. Um, mm-hmm. So Davos on his driftwood starts to like get sucked back out to the bay, and he's like, oh, and okay. He, oh, go ahead. Doesn't he see like the wildfires, like a demon with whips and all kinds of oh, crazy yeah, stuff? Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, that's one thing I, I, I almost thought in the back of my head, like, what if it is? Like, what if the pyromancers are actually... <laughs> Because we, it we is have kind more of some magic. magic like, they, they have some control over the wildfire. I right. Mean, it's some magic shit. So Tyrion like... does go on to say later that it, it, he, it's not as controlled as he would have liked. It's, even though it's crazy successful, it's not nearly right. as successful. He was hoping it would spread more evenly. Exactly. It's weird that wildfire would be kind of all over the place. Yeah. But, I like, think... people are, like, landing on shore and yada, yada, yeah. yada. And I, th- I, I don't think it actually has whips, but, you know. 
No. That'd be yeah. badass if it did. Totally bad. <laughs> Just like demons, like like real cartoonish, like Man. Balrogs and stuff. Oh my gosh, so many Balrogs, green Balrogs. But Davos is getting sucked back out towards the bay, and he's like, "Well, I'll be okay if I can make it out there." Real but strong Riptide. He sees what's happening, and that chain. Oh, they pulled that back, and now there's, like, a gajillion boats all, like, crunched up and stuck by the chain. Yeah, like, everything that's going out, so it's just fire and dead bodies and wood. And Dallas is like, well, I guess I'm gonna die now. Cool. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna die, and he does. <laughs> Totes does. That's, like, that's... The end. Well, Davos is a great character. I can't... Man, uh, love you him. Know, it's Game of Thrones, though. People die. Hmm. <laughs> He would be dead. Uh, stop it. Hey, I wonder what happened in this battle from the other point of view. Like, from the other side. Like, from Tyrion's point of view? Oh. No. No. Okay. Yeah, okay. let's do Tyrion. So Tyrion is just being all almost giddy. I don't even know if he's happy about it. But he's like, well, man, he's... <laughs> uh, more explosions. This fire attack went Great. Well, this is all his idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is his well, plan, Cersei it... t- t- told the pyromancers to cook more pyro juice, but everything else is his idea. I like that you use the word cook just then. A little breaking bad. A little breaking bad reference. Well, just a little bit. Um, so I guess that's true. I guess we'll give Cersei a little bit of her due, but the, the general plan with the chain and everything. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Tyrion. And filling up the ships. Which and... is not mentioned in the show, which is super bullshit, but we've already been mad about that back during the season. So I won't bitch for a thousand years about it. But you know. can kind of see how it would have worked without the chain. It would have, but not as well. Right. I mean, because some of the ships could have gotten away, and they still could have, like, clogged up in the opening there, but not, not as... Oh, and not all of um, the ships got in. Oh, yeah, because all of Salador's sons people in the back that they were, made him stay back because they didn't trust him that, well yeah and like yeah the back people who are supposed to like fairy stannis's peeps across yeah they never got in which is not also not good yeah for and joffrey's all uh, my ships are on fire too Man. he's like what's going on here that Why ship wasn't supposed to be that? on fire and, See, yeah, uh, that's so, one thing that, another thing that's different than the show because in the show it's just like a big dummy ship like with no one on it but in the book, like, no, nah, people died. Like, yeah, we're, ships. <laughs> yeah, we said, had to. yeah, you're you're going out with our uh, with our fleet. There's lots of lots of other people. Go ahead. <laughs> the reinforcements <laughs> are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be fine. Oh god. Oh, god. Yeah, because that, that I mean, it's just like that Squire Dalbridge thing. It's like, guys, in order to save the city, you gotta die. You gotta go. Why I'm are, sure the people on the boats don't know they're all going to die. Why aren't the Iron Men called semen? Is that a word in Game of Thrones, too? I think that it's mm-hmm. not. We're not even near an, <laughs> We're not even close to an Iron Man chapter. What's I'm just happening? saying it's a missed opportunity. Wow. Nick, you, you be trolling us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you smell burnt toast? Um, so, so, yeah, so dudes in. are landing... Uh, underneath the, the walls and ferries are going to start bringing people over and so it's going good but could be going better. For what he had it was a great success but it's like oh wait they outnumber us so ridiculously that you know we could be screwed regardless. Yeah and, and, and this is where like you know Tyrion starts he, he shows real leadership potential because he 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 asked the hound to start uh, attacking um, a gate, 
Mm-hmm. And the hound's like, nope. Uh, yeah, the hound is basically, once he sees the fire, he is completely crippled. He's he can't done. do anything. And well, well, don't forget about Joff going to the three horrors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna send the antler men in the yeah. trebuchets. The antler men who are Stannis's not spies, but kind of like the guys that were gonna uh, turn on uh, Joffrey mm-hmm. and open the gates for Stannis. But they found out about him, so they nailed antlers to their heads, and now Joff is gonna send them up on a little ride. Is are they just bodies? Or are they alive? I think they're alive, but the question did occur to me, like, if you got a nail nailed into your head, at a certain point, wouldn't that kill you? Okay, if it was, like, a tack, you know, like, less than than half an inch, I think you could live. But, like, it has to hold an antler on there. Hmm. What if you used a lot of them? Again, let's explore this space. Someone let's tell me. really dig in. I want some, some of our listeners to let us know, just like they let us know oh the horsepowers God. for what it would take to pull a human apart. Yeah, we got <laughs> several <laughs> emails about pulling people apart. I love all you really fucked up people. I love you all. I know that people can live There was one that was absolutely amazing. I wish I remembered anything about it, but it was four months ago. <laughs> it was good. You yeah. guys are great. Thank you. Um, I think people can live with nails in their head, but it sounds really terrible. It sounds exactly like a thing a Joffrey would be super into, because he's uh, a disturbing person. He's bad. I could see him actually doing the nailing himself. Yeah. yeah. So then Tyrion is like, after he tells the Hound to go back out, but the Hound's gone out three times. He is bl- kind of bloody. He was there like when they were f- when the boats first exactly. came in. Exactly. They, the they talk about him riding up onto a boat yeah, and like, just like mowing people down. Being a freaking badass. I kind of feel like he's entitled to be like, nope, fuck you. I'm not going back out. Yeah. That being said. He's not. <laughs> there needs to be discipline and a lot of the people he has are sellswords. And if they don't have discipline, everything crumbles. Yeah. So- and I mean, he would totally be back out there, but guys, fire. fire. Like a lot of fire. Yeah. Fire bad. Hound is not okay with fire. No, he's already, his eyes are all white. And he already experienced that once, and that was enough. And then someone, he's like, give me something to drink. And someone gives him water, and he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> give me wine. Seriously. That I mean, the show, too, right? Yeah, I believe so. But yeah. Cut out the part where he says, if you die or if you run away, I'll rape your corpse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not in the book. Oh, classic hound. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so basically, Tyrion's losing control of his troops, and he knows that they're gonna break bad if if he loses them. So he decides, I'm gonna lead, and they cannot not follow me. Yeah. If they do not follow a dwarf, a dwarf, then they, you know, they they are nothing. If I'm only half a man, then what are you? If you don't, a quarter of me. a man. Less than a half, at yeah. least. You're like fractions. Not even they don't know fractions yeah. in King's Land. They're like flea bottom peasant people. They don't know that. So yeah, he's and then Tyrion's like sly flourish, <laughs> and he throws yeah. spell axe. Uh, uh, that's what happens. Yeah, he's like, okay, I guess I go do that. He's like, hey, you gotta die somehow. Man, yeah, guys, yeah, we hey. did. We really, we really did it. We, that was an action-packed episode. There's a lot going on. A lot of murdered. Yeah. I'm really proud of us. I wish I'm, so, super... I'm a little upset that we didn't mention the time that Catelyn was like, oh, it's midnight. And then Catelyn says, 
For me, it's always midnight. Oh my god, I forgot that. It sounds like Catelyn needs a sad Sansa. She already got a sad Sansa inside of her heart. Oh my god, I forgot she said that. I I think I like read that out loud. I was like, did like the jack off motion on the bus. Like, what is this? Catelyn, what are you doing? Like, look, I get your sad, I get it, but damn, stop. So, whenever you guys do not give us reviews, it's always midnight for us. It's always so, sad, Sansa. Right. I want to thank Clover. Guys, guys, we didn't get enough reviews a few months ago, and we had to let Mike down. Oh, no. <laughs> it's uh, part of his writer, so you know? Sad. If you, I mean, unfortunately, Jennifer's next. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. We so told you. We have to keep those reviews coming. If you don't or, want this podcast to be a real sausage fest, then yeah, it's gonna be real, real man show. Save girl, in here. save girl. You need yeah. me. Ira Glass cut off Jennifer's pinky and mailed it to Thrifty and said, yeah. "You better get some more reviews." I really miss that pinky. Yeah, he, it's he, really sad. But yeah. So Clover2629 from Canada says, amazing podcast. Lady San says, super addicted. Bobby San says, five stars. I look forward to this podcast. Thanks for taking the time, guys. Yeah, thanks for uh, interacting with us on Twitter. Like Jason, Kenzie IV, Samuel Brady, Stephen R10, Helen Jones, Jettison... Uh, John Mole, Erica Cruz, lots of people, uh, Talking to Hats, That's Frank good. Davis, Ian Maddies, uh, other people I'm pronouncing, Wata, Wata-san. So, so many people. Can I say Kenzie? Yeah, I say Kenzie. Thank you so much, guys. And now, I, I want to take a moment and give a, a shout out and a fun story to one of our listeners so I was on the Twitters the other day looking around, and one of my friends had retweeted this story, and I was looking at it, and I was like, this person's name looks really familiar, and it's because this person is a, a, one of our listeners on our podcast. Her name is Ann Almasy, A-N-N-E-A-L-M-A-S-Y. You can find her on Twitter, and that's her uh, website, too, annalmasy.com. And she is a photographer, and she has a really cool story about, she has wedding photography, so you should, like, go look at her Twitter and, like, see what's going on there. It's something neat. I don't know if I'll tell the whole story here. But she's a cool girl. I'm glad yeah. you're one of our listeners, so. Shoutouts to you. Shoutouts to everyone. Um, Except guys, you. Also, it was Nerdy Simulation's birthday a month ago. Who? So, happy birthday to him. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> so long ago. We, we record so seldomly. You know what can you do? Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess you can find me on Twitter too if you want to talk to me on Twitter. I'm at Thrifty Nerd. I'm at Tim Lanning. I'm at Jennifer Cheek. And I'm at our Bristow, the best Bristow. <laughs> so um, we're gonna have a little musical interlude, y'all. On, uh, and then we're going to come back and we're going to get all spoilery. We got spoiler up in this piece. So, um, until next week, keep riding that donkey. Spoiler!
spoiler zone, I think what we all want to talk about is Jamie killing Ares because Ares was going to burn down everything, but Jamie's like, nope, dead. And Jennifer, oh. what was the kindness? So the kindness that one person that one person thinks he did was uh, Tyrion and the prostitute. Um, what's her face? What's her name? Uh, Tysha. 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 So basically, there's just Wait. Little, How does that sense? work? That no, it doesn't. No, it does make sense. So Tyrion thinks that Jamie, or at this point in the book series, anyway, Tyrion thinks that Jamie got him a whore for his. So you can actually have sex when he's 13. And so mm-hmm. he's like, thanks, brother. That's really nice. Yeah. And that's what, hold on. Let me, like, find out on what? Wait, wait, no, wait. that's not how that goes Yeah, that doesn't make sense a lot. Because pr- it, it's it. kind of a bad situation. you think he'd it. be a little annoyed by it. Hold on. What are some other things that we should talk about while Jennifer is researching? I'll just keep talking until someone else comes up with something. I have nothing to c- contribute um davos isn't dead how about that yeah he's not dead that's (laughs) That's a spoiler okay let me read just what it says on the tower of the hand the kindness he never did was getting a whore for Tyrion. taisha was no whore and actually was chance met on the road tywin made him tell the lie his finest act was killing Ares, who was about to destroy king's landing with wildfire is that really his only kindness was not getting him a whore I don't, I don't. That I don't doesn't make sense to me, sense. you guys. I think I might disagree with Tower of Hand. Yeah, I, I disagree with Tower of Hand here too. Are you going? Are you trying to get us excommunicated from the Tower of the Hand? Uh-oh. I love the idea that that's what he's talking but about, no, but, but it's but this is just for me. This is ju- you're just you're just Pope Zach and Codying us all over again. No, but listen though, because like Tyrion is all he's not mad at Jamie for doing what he did. He's mad at Tywin, so he's like, thanks, Jamie, for getting me. I don't know. That's I'm not like why too. he loved like Tyrion loves him for like a thousand reasons. Honestly, I would if I was Tyrion and oh well, you know well first of all you know Jamie didn't get him the whore whatever but yeah. if I was Tyrion and I thought it was like a cruel jape that my brother like got me a whore and I thought I, I didn't know I would I would kind of hate Jamie for that. Yeah, I think he'd be annoyed at Jamie at least. Yeah, and later even he, if he meant well, he's. There is the anger he has uh, is pushed on Jamie. But I feel okay. I'm sorry. I feel like I have to like chart this out. So Tyrion meets Tysha on the road. He thinks she's just a girl. They yeah. get married, have the sex, whatever. Then find they out, have the sex. No, Tysha's a prostitute. That Jamie was just trying to be nice and get it for you. And then Tywin is. But then and, and Tyrion thinks that for a long, long time until book the end of book three. Three, and then he yeah. finds out she was not a prostitute yeah. at all. So that's why, because at this point, Tyrion still thinks she was a prostitute. So he thinks Jamie Actually, this got, does make sense. So, so he thinks that Jamie was doing it to be nice, and then Tywin did the bad thing. Yeah, the He's cr- not mad at Jamie because he's just like, oh, Jamie was just trying to help me out. And, like, the idea is Tyrion loves him even though he shouldn't because... He was trying to do a nice thing right. for him, but, but Jamie knows. But it's... It's not the logic Jamie knows of, that she's not a He doesn't love him because he bought him a whore. He loves him because he said he bought him a whore. Because but that's of, not why he loves him. I mean, that seems like... A, that, the disconnect for me is there is like... It, that's like... It's not like that one action. Oh, is, sure. I think he but loved Jamie, him before that. I don't think that... And, I, I, the way that I see it, when how it could make sense, is he doesn't love him, but it's like he would hate him if he learned the opposite, exactly. which does happen. Yeah. That, make, yeah. that makes so a not, little sense. I think 
That's well, confusing. We, That's like question. Really confusing. Tysha, there did it say that they killed Tysha? No. No, they don't know where she is. Like, so like she could come back. I think she will. Yeah, she could. Because there's the whole like in the book five like you know Tyrion is like repeating over and over again like where do horrors go where do horrors go like I I think we're gonna see her again but that's I, oh, you th- I think it's because she's just a person. <laughs> that's my correct thought. Like, what if uh, you know what if Taisha is Shay? Oh, actually, there are some crazy theories of being able to find. What if Taisha is Ross? Who's not in the book at all? Yeah. No, but I no because she's not in the book because she comes in later as Ross. Oh, there we go. Good point. <laughs> and because Tyrion never met Ross, or did Tyrion meet Ross? I don't know. I think he did. In, in this show. Um. Anyway, oh, so another fun thing that I want to talk about. Okay, so the whole Reek ordeal happening around Theon was so confusing when I read this book. I did yeah. not understand what reek. was going on. Yeah, the Reek thing that's going on around Theon. So Reek is there. But we know it's, it's, it's not Reek. It's not Reek. It's it's Ramsay Bolton that's yeah. hanging out with Theon. And we talked about that before. A, a little things. bit, but I think now's a decent time to set up what's about to happen. Yeah, so now, like, there, then there's, like, a lot of little clues planted, too, that I didn't notice before, where it talks about how it's like, he doesn't smell bad. Where we know that the Reek person, the actual Reek, did smell bad yeah. all the time. Well, it's possible that Reek didn't smell bad. Reek himself smelled bad just because he never bathed. No, that's not true. Because no, there's an entire like I, it talks about. Yeah, how no, Reek even had like some sort of a disease, medical issue that made him <laughs> oh, smell bad. Oh yeah, because he like tried to even. Um, like, that's like, a real thing. On. Yeah, it's a disease. Right. disease. And because and Ramsey Snow did smell when they first found him, but he was like, "Dude, I'll bathe." Yeah. Yeah. That's because he was um, having sex with a dead person. Yeah, that's why he stuck. Yeah. And but that's why what? there's like little things that you that I knew like later, like when I went back and read it, I was like, oh yeah, that's totally Ramsey Bolton. But it was extremely confusing. There's not as many hints, I don't think. But he just like knows too. He's just like too well spoken. Oh yeah, he's too sly. And he knows too much to yeah. be like, a, you know, a lowborn person like Reek. Right, and right now this is the whole huge overarching thing where Tywin is sitting back and while he is battling, kind of setting up all of these um, games. So one of them is, I will get the Boltons on my side. Mm-hmm. And here comes Ramsay to help push that while Roos mm-hmm. has already taken Harrenhal, mm-hmm. which is kind of even more confusing because the Bloody Mummers switched from the Lannisters to the Starks but now all of them as a whole are going to switch back to the Lannisters. It, but yeah. So. Guys, I need like 100% more creepy Bolton action in oh season God. three. Like, I need that. I think they cast Bring him. Bring that creepy. I think he's I think he's actually attractive, which... Hmm. Could, I, I don't like words. this. I don't like this attractive He's Bolton. got... Look, his lips look like two worms fucking. Yeah, that's what it says. Mm, that's what I want. Lips are also described as worms. That, that, that kind of sounds like a Steve Buscemi. What, what do you guys oh, think? Oh, God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Could be it. I'm afraid of that. All right. Um, um, have it, we done it? There wasn't a lot of, like, spoilery kind of topics in these chapters. Not, yeah, like, not insanely. Right. I'm trying to think about any other... And, of course, we spoke last time about the dream that uh, yeah, that Theon had. We talked about it in our last spoiler section. Whoops! <laughs> whoops a diddles It doesn't matter, because you guys have all read it, so... Yeah. Here's another spoiler. We record two episodes at a time, you guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's the biggest spoiler of all. Yep. Okay, so 
that's that's it, y'all. Um, we're gonna have two more lovely episodes before uh, season three starts, and then shit gets real. Tell your friends. Tell them. Shit gets real. Real shit. Download okay, guys. all of it. Buy an iPod. Give it to them. Done. You know, like when doing this show, it doesn't seem that far off. So hey, y'all. We love you. We'll, we'll see you in two weeks. This milk is rotten. We're bringing it back. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>